Okay, so thank you and thank you for growing. And uh, as the audience grows, a lot of people saying, Josh, I can't believe it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna read right from the indictment, right from the FBI. And as you read this indictment, we know sort of the ending to the story, right? George Navarro gets five years, gets fined $31 million. He had $35 million, he gets fined $31 million. He gets to keep $4 million, which is a lot of money. You ask 80% of people, would they spend five years in jail for $4 million at the end of the day? A lot of people would say yes. You wouldn't think so. And probably 90% of the people in Ukraine would say yes. Yep. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Have NBA securities licenses. I have a fiduciary responsibility to protect the public. Right? We use business and financial concepts in order to obtain favorable outcomes. If you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Scott, Cove, it's a lot tougher, smarter than I am. We both live in high rent areas for many, many years. And if we didn't know people, know something about people, we would have been dead a long time ago. Is that right, Scott? <laughs> That's definitely right. That's definitely right. You got to know who you're dealing with. I mean, for sure. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, especially in Ukraine. Right. Um, you know, people are tough. You know, they're, they're hanging in. You know, my hat's off to them. Much respect to them. Uh, much respect to, to people who, who know what they're doing and think things through um, the right way and not, not the way that George Navarro did. Right. Or, as we were talking about earlier, Calvin Ridley, so. Those two things are. Yeah, it went into Wolverine, interwind them into <clears throat> podcasts. And yeah. each podcast builds on the previous podcast. Yep. And this is building on what we talked about with George Navarro last year. I'm going to read the transcript from last year, fill in the gaps on George Navarro uh, next week. So last week we did a general overview of George Navarro, who he is, you know, generally, right, from a yeah. 30,000 view downward, we gave you who George Navarro is. Now, uh, we're going to go detail into the indictment and themes we have here, right? Uh, things that are maxims that Scott and I have learned through life so you do not get in trouble and you do not make the mistake of getting to the point where you're at $36 million and blowing all of it, right? Common theme things people mess up that even Scott and I would mess up if we didn't think through, think things through, didn't have wives, didn't have <laughs> friends around us who, who have insight to look at the, into things. Sometimes our impulses and then emotions are liar. So once you get emotional, you can't think anymore. You go from the amygdala brain to your primal brain, right? We see this in the war in the Ukraine. Putin, uh, and these podcasts are said that you can listen to them five years from now and probably get more from them than what you're getting to now. So this is... Uh, March now, we're into March, almost March Bandit next week. 25% of the year is almost over, 2022. It's unbelievable. Days are flying into each other. Talked to a couple of people, didn't know what day it was. I only know the days was because they have 15 calendars, including one back there. Yeah, <laughs> alerts on my phones telling me things. This is March 
2022, the Russians are invading the Ukrainians, and the Ukrainians are covering up the money lot, right, as underdogs. I laughed, my, my family came from uh, regime change in Cuba, where they were dropping bombs on my mom's heads, and in the background, she was listening to my uncle scream as they were being tortured by Fidel Castro. And Fidel Castro put my dad two years in a concentration camp because my dad's religious. He's a minister of the Gospels, which, which are there, Pentecostal, which is a little stricter than Baptist. So I do not take the situation in Ukraine lightly. You know, I've donated money to Ukraine. I'm wearing the Ukrainian shirt every day because my grandfather in Cuba, uh, they were going to kill him, right? And you close the podcast with uh, Winston Churchill. You make a life from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. So they were going to kill my grandfather because he owned a farm and he was a wealthy businessman. And they would they put him on the firing squad and right before they were going to shoot they, they yell, stop. They're like, listen, you can't kill this guy because when we needed food, we needed something, he just said, go ahead, get it from the farm. Go ahead, get it from the general store. And he let us eat in our worst days. So you can't kill this guy. They stopped the whole thing. They put my grandfather in the back room and they said, listen, no more Batista uniform. Here's a Fidel Castro uniform. You need to wear this. He wore it to this dying day. So now I'm wearing the Ukrainian every day during the during this conflict, right? Because you're making life from what you give. Yep. yep. So in that vein, Jordan Barr has great opportunity. We've seen this way too often. I've seen it way too often. People who are doing well, and you say, What happened? How can I avoid it? In life, you never stop learning because life never stops teaching. Teaching, right. So now, in this indictment, if we know the ending, sort of, because this indictment, right, has more questions as you go along than answers. It's a fascinating indictment to me, right? And basic, right? We see it with Grenier and we see it with Calvin Ridley. People with great opportunities, now it's blown up. They're in Holbert disasters because they, they miss one basic maximum in life, right? To know and not to do is not to know. That's part of it. Is you have to understand your surroundings. That's why you need to go to local board meetings. You have to. If you don't get involved in politics, politics will get involved in you. Local board meeting. Doesn't mean you have to go to every one. Just go to one or two. Right? Yeah. Look at the people. Don't try to participate or get emotional. Just watch. I went to the Boston City Council meetings. I used to go over and over again because they were fascinating. What was going on? And then after a while, it's great networking. Because then people are like, who is this guy? Their minds are going all over, all over the place. Is this who is this guy, right? And you have to look good, be in shape or whatever, dress nice. Because they're like, okay, who is this guy? Is this the hitman they hired to get me? Is this the guy who wants to run for council later? Is he a consultant? You know, is he some sort of activist? Or who, who is this guy? And you get organically people coming up to you, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, last year, we came up with you know, solving of the murder, right, with the Stroni family. So that's where we're going after this. So before, give you a general overview of what the whole true crime podcast is going to be. The second episode, we talked in general about George Navarro. Now we're going to talk in specifics, right? And we're going to learn lessons that we just talked about where you understand the crazy, uncertain world that we live in you have, to, you have to understand it so you or even your family, your kids, don't get in trouble. And people want to take you out like who, right? Jim Coverchain, Motivation Monday, he, he said that. Yeah. People are out to get you. Yep. So we're going to read the, endow- 
the indictment and get reactions from Scott. Okay, so overview of the charges. Professional horse racing is a $100 billion global industry. Now, this indictment is dated March 9th, 2020. That's either lie number one <laughs> or the FBI writing this is so engrossed in their payouts and they're focused on their crews and stuff that they, they came up with this low figure. It's not a $100 billion global industry. It's a $1 trillion with a T. Now, remember, I'm an MBA. I have securities licenses. I have clients that worth $50 million. That's how I quantify that. Also, I'll put a link to, and I'm going to post that. I'm make sure it's everywhere. Uh, the podcast I did last year with Graham Honecker, who is on the uh, gifts department at Butler University. Butler University by itself, a small college in the Indiana, in Indiana, right? Yep. Almost made it to the final four 12 years ago. They have $2 billion in earned advertising revenue. So global horse racing, 100 billion, no way. Tell me another lot. Remember, the bailout for the U.S. was, what, $7 trillion? Yeah. Right? We just sent Ukraine 20, $20 billion. So you're going to say what we sent to Ukraine is 20% of the global horse racing industry? No chance. No right. chance. All right. So that's lie number one. Yeah. Horse races sell at auction for more uh, resources sell at auction for more than $1 million. Uh, yeah, I think they get up to two, three million, but that's a, on a rare occasion. Yeah, I think I saw reading it. I think I saw our horse went for two and a half million dollars, but that that's a that's a stat a stud horse that went for that or or perceived stud horse. So, right. And uh, I remember reading this, and it stuck in my head last year. Keeneland, right? And this number keeps coming up. That's why yeah. I think even that number is safe. And it's very important, right? Because uh, I remember reading about World War One and World War Two. They talk about the elites. The, the elites were above Hitler. I'm like, whoa. All this hype Hitler got in Germany, but they were German people. You have people from Switzerland who were above him. It's like, okay, who's above Hitler, you know? Uh, so you start learning a little bit about life. Okay, who is this guy? Or this, these, these group of people that are above Hitler, who are above Xi in China, right? He's out there authoritarians. Who are these people? And we get a glimpse of them. We start talking about oligarchs. But I think these oligarchs, I think they're just criminals. They're just a step below the real elites who pull the strings on things. And, and elites, those type of elites, like horse racing. Is it, yeah, in the United States, horse racing industry is subject to a ray, here we go, of federal and state regulations aimed at protecting horses. Okay, so we just told you 600 horses got killed. What kind of protecting are these federal regulations, right? All right. Uh, charges, this indictment results from a widespread corrupt scheme by horse trainers, veterinarians, and PD distributors. I'm gonna ask you this question before I go into this concept. And I want you to let me know, Scott, if you understand it. Sure. First question is, uh, it says here, widespread scheme of horse racing trainers, veterinarians, and PD distributors. Is that all the people involved? No, no, <laughs> it, it doesn't even scratch the surface as to exactly. who is involved. There's an FBI indictment here. We understand what we described last week that this indictment came about because George Navarro did not understand the basic rule, know your surroundings. Yep. Number two, don't go back to the place of the perfect crime. He didn't understand that... Uh, United States is going to need oil from Saudi Arabia to mitigate 
Yeah. Uh, what we just got rid of right now, which we put sanctions on Russia. We're not taking any more Russian oil. So where is the other oil going to come from? It comes from the U.S. U.S. can produce 100% of the oil for the whole world. They don't do that because then the whole world would be in poverty, right? Saudi Arabia would have no money. Now we don't care if Russia has no money, so we cut them off. So we will come in to produce it. Saudi Arabia knows that, but they were dealing because they want to supply the void from the Russians. So needless to say, it was dumb for George tomorrow to go there with a spiked horse, much less get caught. And he only got caught after that incident because they had been investigating him for nine years. And this indictment makes it clear they had enough to convict him years ago. Yeah. They only yeah. did this indictment for political reasons. Now, exactly. Let me get into this loaded word because this word is so loaded that people don't understand. And people hate English because English, every word has like nine different meanings. So at the end of this, uh, Scott, let me know. And, and I go through this with FINRA regulations, my securities licenses, SEC regulations. I'm supposed to be investigated by FINRA right, for my securities licenses, clients that were $50 million, right? So I won't steal their money. There's, there's all these regulations. All my computers are have software from the SEC and FINRA. Anything goes away, they know about it immediately. I like that. That protects me from, uh, you know, racist prosecution, bias prosecution. So I love it. Regulate me as much as you can. But most Americans, and it came through with George Floyd, don't understand the difference between regulations, laws, right? Yep. And selective prosecution. It's like, I, I would get, a, personally, I would get away with selective prosecution. Regulations are that a county board, right? For us, a horse racing board or the state can uh, decide what the punishment is, or if you committed a crime just for purposes of community. Laws are, if you break a law now, you can go to jail versus being yep. So regulation means you're getting fined. This is a fine, you gotta pay this money. Uh, you're banned from doing this for a year. You can't do this for a year, da, da, da. Laws, you break the law, right? Yeah, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. Selective prosecution means you go through it in Boston with the chief of police in Boston, mm -hmm. uh, Massachusetts State Police. Both those will say this thing, right? And I would argue, if I were there, I would argue this point. They say, there's so many crimes being committed in Boston. The state police in Massachusetts will say there's so many crimes committed in the state of Massachusetts, we cannot prosecute all of them yeah so we're going to prosecute the crimes that do the most damage yep so that what does that do that makes the chief of police god so if he wants to arrest all the black people if he just wants to erase all the irish or yep. back to the 30s which hasn't changed you want to talk about the russia invades uh crimea russia invades uh chesnia he gets hired to invade a city in Syria. And each time with CIA just watching, he does the same thing. So it's almost us with sports betting. You do the same thing three times, we're going to anticipate what it is you're going to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why Ukraine is winning right now because the CIA anticipated it. They trained the uh, money coming in from New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Indian oligarchs, right? They had their army prepared. Much more important, they had the video prepared. They had Zelensky, who's an actor, who who has charisma, prepared to come every day on video because it doesn't matter, right? A lot of maxims you learn. It doesn't matter how good you are. What matters is that you can publicize and you can market how good you are. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it wasn't just Zelensky saying, oh, Ukraine, we're brave. Oh, we're going to fight. It's them being able to show the video, show the atrocities 
or Poon. Yep. One thing to say Poon uh, plays dirty. One thing is to show on video him dropping a bomb on a baby, right? Who didn't cry with that guy walking around with a blood on the blanket and his kid dead? If if he didn't start crying, right? Then yeah. F you. Right? Yeah, you don't you don't have anything inside of you. You, exactly. you have zero inside exactly. of you. So what happens? We're making the chief of police, the head of the Massachusetts police, uh, the DA here in Orange County. <clears throat> We're making them God now. Yeah. Which I think, unfortunately, police chiefs, head of police of the states, DAs, have historically proven over the last hundred years in American history that they can be bought. Yeah. The people who get prosecuted are the ones who are not buying off the guy. It's not necessarily race or gender. Usually it comes to money and what we talk about with Putin. Putin, 69 years old. Power. Power. Chief of police of any Detroit, I don't care where, loves the power of selective prosecution. I, I We need to go by, back to, you see a crime, you prosecute a crime. No more selective prosecution because human beings, we talk about in sports betting and biases. Number one rule, do not bet your own team. Why? Because you have a bias towards your home team. Human no. beings, by our nature, are biased. There's no way you can be unbiased. So selective prosecution should be eliminated. You see a crime, you prosecute. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. What no do no doubt about that? it. I agree 100%. I mean, um, you know, behind the scenes, all these, what are the, all these police chiefs are saying, I put him in jail. I did this. I did exactly. this. I, I, I. You can't, you can't, you can't do that, first of all. Second of all, selective picking of crimes, cherry picking, so to speak, right. is not the way to go. It's just not. Because if somebody, if a police chief, as you said, has a prejudice against Irish people, any Irish person that commits a crime is going to jail, no matter what. No matter what. Um, anybody that um, you know looks at the police chief the wrong way, going to jail because he doesn't like the Make way you looked at him. Yes, we'll put a pound of cocaine across. Right. So that is not the way to go. You can't be selective about it. You, you got to prosecute every single crime because every crime, it, it's not as important as the next one, but. You know, murder, uh, killing somebody, killing horses, killing what um, people, whatever it may be in the walk of life, is is a heinous crime to me. You know, any oh. any anything that you do, um, especially killing animal. I'm a big animal advocate. Oh, um, I donate to animal um, places a lot. You know, so you know, in this instance, killing 600 horses and what this guy was doing to, to, to horses who don't have a voice, horses don't have a voice, um, is, is heinous to me. And five, five years to me is, is not enough, but you know, it is what it, it is, what it is in this case. Um, but they will, they were on him a long time. If you read this indictment and anybody can read it, Right. It's, it's it's online. Put, yeah, well, I'll, I'll put a link to the indictment. Yep, in the episode notes, and uh, I'll tweet it out. Uh, people can. He only sounded. It's it circling it back to horse race. Like Josh, what does the definition of these words have to do with horse race? I would, I would, I would suggest to you, to everybody listening, audience, everybody knows me, listen to me, that. It's affecting you personally. Regulations in your apartment complex, regulations in your HOA, regulations in your town you live in versus laws yep. versus what is the selective prosecution philosophy of your particular law enforcement person? Yes, yes. I would say that's homework everybody should do. Now, as far as horse racing is concerned, it's like you say, well, how does 600 horses die? Where's PETA involved in this, right? Yeah. Where's PETA? Now, the fact that they were investigating this nine years lends me to believe in the people involved. We talked about the city of Ocala, right? Uh, 
you're looking at the city of Ocala, I would say that the FBI, judges, and people were paid off. Racing boards all over the country were paid off, right? They're only, you know, the, the, the Churchill Downs just got a chemical lab in the last year. Wow. You would think the Churchill Downs, Kentucky, the cradle of horse racing, and a lot of people don't know this, but uh, the Queen of England, right, has a lot of say in there. Okay. So, uh, they just got a lap with what's gone down the last year. Coincidentally, with this podcast that a lot of people listen to, we were breaking things down. So regulations means what happened in Belmont, right? Where the girl who works for Penn National, a Penn National employee, doing the same thing George Navarro did, right? Because she fell under regulations after she's made over $30 million herself with her horses and grooming on top of being a W-2 employee for Penn National, got a two-week suspension from Bill Park for putting the knee patrol in horses for the last 30 years. <laughs> good for her, right? I don't want her to go inside. You know, I don't know her. She might be a good person. I have no idea. I'm not judging. But that shows you the difference between regulations and then getting hard time and selective prosecution. The DA in that town in Belmont, right in New York, the same one who refused to uh, put charges on Cuomo for sexual harassment and sexual attacks, it's the same one who decided not to prosecute this lady, right? So uh, I look at that. I looked at that a lot. It's just it's just amazing what some people. I mean, as you see in this indictment, it's just amazing what some people what their thought process is to all this stuff. Right. It 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 baffles my mind as as to what people think and do, um, as we go through each part of the indictment. So, right, right. So that's so that's a big thing to know. Yeah. The difference between regulations, laws, and understanding selective prosecution. Like you know. And that's the one thing, right? Life is not fair. So people tell, oh, that wasn't fair. I'm sorry, life isn't fair. That, exactly. So that's why you have to be grateful when people are fair. <clears throat> yeah. So it's very interesting, right? So horse races, horse tracks throughout the United States and countries include New York, New Jersey, Florida, Ohio, and Kentucky. Now, based on last week and when we talked about the strunages, where do the strunages have their horse farms. Uh, New York, New Jersey, Florida, Ohio, and Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, I was just going to say that. The horse farms. Where do they have their horse tracks? New York. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. New York, New Jersey. Exactly, exactly. So they're not indicted in this, right? right? Why aren't they indicted, Josh? Because they have a billion dollars. That's an easy, easy answer question here. Okay. So... Uh, trainers who participated in this scheme stood to profit from success for the horse races under their control, earning a share of their horses' winnings and by improving their horses' racing work records, thereby yielding higher trainer fees and increasing the number of horse of racehorses under their control. Right. Before we get to the next part, that's only half of the story, right, Scott? They're missing elites, and which goes through the owners. Was that yeah. intentional or unintentional? They left it off the indictment. Uh, that's that's intentional, <laughs> right? Because that's those are the ones who have the money to pay off the FBI agent yes. writing the report. Yeah. Right. So let's go to the scheme. The scheme participant manufactured really. What trainer do you know manufactures PEDs? Purchased, sold, shipped, delivered, received, all right? And administered thousands of PEDs on, on racehorse. There you go. I mean, that's, there you go. He, he, 
did, did um, I forget his name, the guy up in New Hampshire, Gil, he didn't yeah. do any of this stuff, did he? Well, well who has the who has the resources? Exactly. To manufacture, right? Purchase, sell, ship, deliver. This is the whole what they talk about with the Russians, right? Logistics scheme. Yeah. This now remember, remember the murder we solved, and we're going to talk about in detail this year too, is uh, uh, Buddy and Bunny and. Um, Honey Sherman, right? Yeah. Right. So, Bunny and Honey Sherman, who own a pharmaceutical company, right? So, do they have the means to do this? Of course, they have a billion dollars, and so do the Stronich family, who isn't in this indictment. It's worth three billion. Yeah, within this indictment. That's where selected uh, prosecution comes comes in, right? They they seem like the stories that seem like the silent people in this indictment, right? As as to put it, why is a silent co-conspirator always has a lot of money? Why can't a, a silent co-conspirator be some broke to broke out? <laughs> there it is, right? So these guys are taking the heat for these guys because it's yes. possible to do it. Yep. But before we get to specifics of George Navarro, so what they did is they shipped them under the wrong label. Yeah. And these guys knew which ones were the drugs and they got into it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at all times relevant to this indictment, George Navarro, the defendant, was a horse race trainer who orchestrated a wide spread scheme. Did he orchestrate this, Scott? No, no, he did not. He didn't orchestrate it. It was the video from here last class. He was he was part of it, but not one person ever orchestrates this stuff. There's always a, a few people that do it. So he was part of it, not the sole person. Major story in horse racing so this, this over the last few weeks has been. Jorge Navarro, the trainer, and of course the trainer of Sharp Azteca. There was a video that many people saw, maybe many of you didn't see it, involving him and one of his owners. It's been a big controversy. <laughs> That's the way we do it. Vegetables is... controversy there were fines levied in new york new jersey a lot of tracks not accepting his entries jorge navarro is standing in the paddock with now listen to this guy is this the guy the voice of a guy who can orchestrate the screen we're, we're talking about here in the UK? gabby cadet Jorge, obviously, you have been the subject of controversy uh, recently after um, a video was released uh, back in the beginning of August. Now, Jorge, remember the irony of this, right? The reporter. Who does she work for, Scott? Penn National. <laughs> Penn National. <laughs> it was Port, Port, Portnoy and uh, the sports book. Calvin Ridley should have used it. They would have stopped him from making that mistake, putting his own name on, on the app. How have you kind of reflected on this situation, and is there anything you'd like to say to the racing community about it? Yes, first I want to apologize to all of them. Like I said, my wife, my family, everybody. So I'm ashamed of what happened that day. Right? Uh, I let somebody took the best out of me, and you know that's a no-no. A guy like me, leading trainer, right? uh, should be acting that way. And I do regret what happened that night. And if I have to apologize for the rest of my life, it's going to happen. I will. Jorge, with certain situations like this, you know, when when there's controversy surrounding an operation or when there's a lot of negative attention, how does that kind of affect the mood uh, of you and of your operation as well moving forward? You know what? I want to thank my assistants. Jesus Christ. uh, They were were there for me these last two weeks. 
Uh, if it wasn't for them, I don't know where I would have been. Or my wife. It was, it was a hard situation. Listen, this is all I know how to do. I know how to train horses. I'm a horseman. All right? And feeling that they were taking that away from me. Feeling that sharp as tech, I wasn't be able to run. All right? Hey, I want to thank that you know. Uh, so that's interesting how we say I'm just a horseman. Yeah. You basically saying, oh man, there's a lot of people I'm gonna to have to take the heat for who are doing this whole logistics scheme better than the Russians are doing, right? Because the Russians can't get yeah. the stuff to their soldiers. These guys got the PADs and they got inside the horses, right? Right. Ira, for me and the horse. It's about the horse, not me. All right, about me, I'm gonna clean up. And like I said, if I'm gonna apologize for the rest of my life, I will. That's the type of guy that I am. I, I just find that like the way they're handling this situation based on this video is a little bit knee-jerk. All right, see, these guys could <laughs> those guys aren't saying that now. So so the other thing is is how many times do people say I'm sorry before right. they get caught? Zero. Never. It's when they get caught or when they're found out that they start apologizing and backtracking and thanking everybody, all their supporters and stuff. So right there, when you say he's sorry, he knows he's been caught. He knows all this stuff. He knows trouble is moving down shortly down the road. So he's trying to, he's trying to be, you know, apologetic to everybody and trying, you know, screwed up. And he's saying, you know, he's already drugged all these horses. So shop at Azteca probably was drugged up completely before this race started. So, um, you know, so that's the other thing that people got to remember. Nobody ever apologizes before they get caught or before they know they're under investigation. So, I don't know, know that too. All right. Uh, three veterinarians were indicted. We're going to profile one of these veterinarians, maybe get them to interview them. But what happens? It's hard. Veterinarian to pass the, the test for the license is not easy. This is not what they envisioned for their life, right? Exactly. You know, when I think of a veterinarian, I think of a storefront, bringing in dogs and cats, and those yep. people make a lot of money. Yep. A lot of people care more about their pets and do their kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. No doubt. I mean, I have three cats. You know, and I'm, uh, you know I, I love all my cats, and I know taking them to the vet's not a, it's not a cheap, cheap visit. It's very expensive. So they're making their money hand over fist right now. So, and then these, these people back a few years ago, they weren't, obviously the prices have risen, but, oh yeah, but these three, when, when somebody flashes hundreds of thousands of dollars in front of their face, they're going to take it. They're going to take it. Millions. Yep. Because George Navarro got 35 million. Yeah. Millions. So on top of case, George Navarro, yeah. these owners and the elites, how much money they're making. Yep. You know, and he got them involved in the scheme, you know, I'm, I'm, he probably told them I'm drugging my horses. If you could, you know, pat, not if, pass, please pass them so they can race and I can make more money, and I'll give you a, a part of this part of the winnings. So, right. So people are like, okay, so PADs, what do they do? So what it does is number one, right? Uh, it masks the horse horse's ability to feel pain. So horses overextend themselves during periods of intense exercise leads to accidents, broken limbs, or death, right? 600 deaths. But if you look into this indictment, uh, one guy is saying that George Navarro is telling him to get rid of the horse, to kill the horse, horses that haven't been counted in and burying them, right? Like they do people. Who does that? Who in your life is you go around, uh, digs holes, and gets rid of them, Scott? None that I know of, to be right. honest with you. Right. You only hear it in the newspaper being uh, mobsters. Right. Exactly. Usually it's the throw it in the ocean, do something in the ocean. Right. Get in the, the boat and drive out in the middle of the ocean and dump it there or whatever. Um, but it's never digging trenches and sticking in the trenches. That's an easy find for people if they know that you're doing it. So, no, big time, big time. <clears throat> so, on page 14, 
man. Says in the Royal Doping program. We know that's impossible. On the phone. Uh, this guy, Shurik, and Michael Tanazio were co-defendants discussing Navarro. Shurik said, part of other things, these are recordings the FBI did. They've been doing this for nine years. It only comes up, Saudi Arabia, oil. It all comes back down to oil. You know how many fucking horses Navarro has fucking killed that broke down that I made disappear? We don't know. So 600 horses. So the accurate way to say is 600 horses we know of that have been mm -hmm. accounted for are dead the last uh, four years in the horse racing industry. You know how much trouble I can get in? Right. You don't think about himself. If they found out the six horses we killed. Yeah. That leads me to believe that he already knew it was being recorded and he fixed his statement up a little bit. Yeah. He <laughs> he gave you a real number six. Yep. From the most successful horse races North the world had was XY Jets that he trained through 2019, right? That's who we were talking about from the first listen last podcast. Yeah, video he was talking about the horse he took to Dubai. Uh, he won 2.5 million dollars in Dubai. Yep, and he won uh races in Florida. So, right now, uh, supposedly Biden's gonna go down to talk to those guys about oil with Russia. <laughs> They're arguing with Biden about that. These guys, Scott. Right, because Russia, Russia supplies X amount of oil, so now we're going to talk to the Saudis to supply more oil to supplant the Russian oil. Right. If these guys are negotiating something like that, and not just saying, "Oh, Biden, you know, you're right, go ahead," how pissed would they be of a guy like George Obama coming into their country with a spike horse, winning the race, and taking their oil, oil money? Scott. Um. <laughs> Words can't say how much pissed at, but they're extremely pissed. These guys, these guys don't, as you said last week, they don't take losses like this sitting down. Um, if they find out somebody's cheating the system, I doubt he's getting out of the country. <laughs> to be honest with you, I seriously doubt it. No, if he wasn't so, American, I really doubt he gets out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, Especially with purses like that, <laughs> no way, no way. Right. So the, the adulterated and misbranded drugs. So that was a big thing. They were in a pharmacy in Ocala. So the pharmacy in Ocala, which is going to be very important as we go along in the podcast, mm -hmm. is owned by Barry and Honey Sherman. You go, Josh, refresh my memory. Why is uh, Barry and Honey Sherman's so important. You talked about them last. Talked about them all the pack podcast. You talked about this. One. Yeah, it's because they were found dead in Toronto. There's only seven murders in Toronto in 2020, coincidentally. <laughs> well, this indictment's going down. Somebody got to two of them, Scott. <laughs> somebody, somebody found out where they were and got to them. And so the fans tell you that maybe it's related to, to the situation. Has to be it, a thousand percent. Has to be they were going to testify against them. Somebody hired a hitman or whatever to go up there and say, "Get rid of them. Get get them. Get them off the books or whatever. Whatever they call it now." But yeah, yeah, and and I mean, who who has distribution? Right? They already have distribution. Right? Yeah. They're a pharmaceutical company. Right. They specialize in animals and horses. Horse pharmaceuticals and misbranding them. I almost think this is all done in Canada because when to Canada to Pennsylvania, which is home of what? With a reporter in Portland from. And national. <laughs> and national. So indictment, Pennsylvania is named through there. So we'll close with this. <laughs> it's straight out of the indictment. Scott and I did not make any of this up, right? 
Guy has $31 million, $35 million. He gets fined 31. He keeps yep. four, five years in jail for killing 600 horses. Unbelievable. We know about, they're accounted for. And as the indictment says, others do well. Now, know your surroundings. You win with XY Jet. Don't go back to the scene of perpetrator. When this with question. He violated. Don't go back to the perfect place. Perfect scene of the crime. Exactly. Don't go back to the place of a perfect crime. Mm -hmm. Don't commit two crimes at the same time. Don't confess about it on video. Somebody's videoing it. And uh, we won't go into it now, but in the indictment, we'll, we'll, we'll start with it next week. During okay. the indictment, he's on the phone basically confessing. So yes, you're committing major felonies. They're going to get you major years in jail. Don't talk about it over the phone. But number four is, which I'm urging everybody in the sound of the voice to do it. I do it. Uh, learn your surroundings. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Go to these board meetings. At least read about them in the newspaper. Know who they are. Don't even have an opinion. Just observe the information and find out what's going on. Yeah, two two things. One, if you go to these board meetings, you you have to know what's going on in your town. I mean, you just have to right. because it can, it can affect you. It can affect right. anybody in the town. Right. Number two, I don't know if we're going to talk about this as we go on, but um, Jason Service. Yes, that's it. Next week we'll start Jason Service. Who 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 was Jason Service the trainer the trainer of? Uh, last year maximum security Imagine. what happened to maximum security he didn't learn his lesson didn't right. learn his lesson exactly oh. so understand your, and the same thing with Brittany grenier Brittany grenier uh it's illegal in russia to be gay so russia has said that doesn't want uh gay people in yep. russia yep Number two, uh, any kind of drug is illegal in Russia. Right? She, she didn't study her surroundings. Exactly. She didn't know where she was going. Yep. Now she's in jail. George Navarro didn't understand that in Dubai, everything's controlled by one person, right? The Saudi king. Do they yep. like blue Scott? No. Do they just like giving money to people with horses? They're looking at horses. Oh, he admitted it himself in the last podcast. This horse, the way it accelerated, not natural for a horse to, to he's confessing yeah. right now on video to all of us. Yep. Right? A horse, it's unnatural for a horse to be able to explode like that. Well, we understand that because it, he spiked with yeah. control and with anti-inflammatories that don't allow you to feel pain so you exert yourself. Exactly. He would. And they were giving him probably blood doping or whatever. The, the Medina, poor Medina spirit had a heart attack. If you go and look at the indictment, there's pictures of what they were giving him in the indictment. With, so, the, with the wrong label, though. With the wrong label. With the wrong label. So you can look to Price see. Right, wrong label. Yes. So you can look to see exactly um, what they were giving them, what they were putting in the horse and stuff like that with the wrong label. Keep that in mind. Read everything. Don't just look at the picture. Read everything that's around it. Right, and then listen to the podcast because we're doing yeah. we're going to yeah. basic guy reading pharmacology. Okay. Yeah. And from other news stories, right? Because Sinever Troll was the reason that uh, Canelo lost a million dollars and his man for Triple G because he tested for Sinever Troll. And he said it was in the meat, whatever. They put the knee patrol in the meat in Mexico. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I, I mean, it's just it's just amazing what this guy thought he could get away with. And then the phone calls and the emails and everything else. And it, it's fascinating stuff to, to look at. It's right. fun. It, it's, it's, some of it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Some of it you look at and you just laugh. You're like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Right. You're talking about major felonies on the phone. Don't you know that every call, regardless of what it is, is recorded? Yep, absolutely. It can be recorded. 
Absolutely. Did you know that every single email the government could watch? Yep. Yep. Every text message, every email, every everything. If they want to find out some dirt on you, right? They'll find it out if if you if you have any. Right. That's why you got to be really careful of what you do, who you're around. As you said, know your surroundings. Know your surroundings. And and that's the big thing. So Right. So, and again, if you don't get involved in politics, politics yeah. will get involved. Oh, do you? So what are you saying, Josh? Know the political situation in Dubai, in Saudi Arabia, before you go next. Know the political situation in Russia, because Russia, right? And the United States, Saudi Arabia in the United States are two completely different places. Here you got selective prosecution. Yeah, yeah. Those places you have selective prosecution on steroids. Here we have laws. There, they can make the laws on the spot. Yeah, absolutely. So you're near, it's like, oh, I've been to Russia seven years. Oh, really? This year, there's a war going to be going on with Ukraine and they're going to selective prosecute you because you're from the U.S. that's cutting off their money and it's giving the Ukrainians weapons. So this year, do not go to Russia because you will be arrested for being gay. Oh, that's wrong. I should be allowed to be gay. Yes, in the United States of America. Absolutely. 100% legal for you to be gay. And I support your right. I support your right in Russia. I think what they're doing to you in Russia for being gay is wrong. But if I go up to the Russian guy, what do they do? The Russian guy will smack Josh in the face. So he has a big mouth. He needs to shut up. Right? Because you're in Russia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Russia, any place like that, do not go right now. <laughs> you're you're 100% asking for jail, trouble, um, anything. Tomorrow. Anything. And we'll ask you about George Barat. Am I right in this? And we get find your words from you, Scott. Am I right in this assessment of George Barraro? And again, selective prosecution. He's like, I've been doing this for nine years. Yep. I know the FBI's on this. Right. I know that owners are on this. Who's the owner? This is Penn National. And like we talked in the beginning with Mike Gill, this is how this all ties in together. Remember, yep. every single podcast, everything we have is for a reason. This is the second year of it. So we've taken out stuff that everything, remember, we live in an interconnected world, right? Uh, COVID-19 was made in a lab in China or a market in China. Wherever you want, we know it's China. We know it happened far away and everybody got it, right? At least yeah. we, got night, we got the vaccine. The world's interconnected, right? So we're going again into selective prosecution. It's a little different than Grenier. We the selective prosecution part in this is the FBI's on it. They know exactly what's what's going on. The owners, like some owners in the NFL that I have information on papers on, are paying off FBI agents and are paying off judges. And are paying off prosecutors. And there's a big why in that, right? Because prosecutors get to selectively prosecute who they want. Exactly. Take the heat off them, Penn National, whatever, pays money. So George Navarro's like, well, wait a second. I confessed in a video. I confessed in an interview. Hell, I'm going to talk about this on the phone. I'm going to send emails about this. No, no, smart man. Now he goes to Saudi Arabia without asking, calling Josh. He could have called me. Josh, <laughs> listen, you're an advisor, concierge. You got clients, $50 million, $20 million. I'm $30 million. Should I go to Saudi Arabia? I'm like, listen, Jared Kirshner is trying to get in with the Saudis. And 2014, uh, Putin, evil Putin, outsmarted my guy, Obama. I said, listen, you mess with me going into Crimea, I'm going to cut off U.S. and Europe from oil. Yeah. Yeah. So 
who can, when this happens again, who is the U.S. going to go to for help, and why is Kirshner talking? Kirshner and then they want to make a deal so America buys more trillion dollars with a T in oil, right? So our leverage is a little less. So that means is uh, doing a little reading, the Saudis have upgraded the king. Saudi has upgraded their labs. And they're going to test horses after races. So Leave maximum security here. Yep. The selective prosecution yep. under control because once you leave Saudi Arabia, something bad happens, you're gonna go straight to Kirshner. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. since they got a new lab, that new lab is for nothing. That that's new lab because XY Jet, whatever, you got away with it with XY Jet. Maximum security, if they test that course. You might not get away with it, George. So it's my humble opinion, George, that you stay home. Yeah. You got $36 million. You don't need any more money. I know you kicked up a billion. For, for George to get $36 million, he kicked up close to a billion dollars, right? The Mafia yeah. Bus gets is 20 to 1. Mafia yep. Bus gets 19, you get 1. So you multiply they. Backtracking in our little investigation here <laughs> using uh, mafia movies. <laughs> 21, remember at the jail, there were good films there at the jail. Yeah, the mafia boss gets you got 20 oranges, mafia boss gets 18 oranges, you get one, and you give one to your co conspirator. <laughs> so, for George Navarro to have 36 million dollars means that the higher boss has got close to a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. go back to the place of... I would have said that. I would have said that exact same phraseology that I keep using. Do not... You do not go back to the place of a perfect crime, George. Because that saying that our parents told us, maybe our parents didn't tell us, but we found out about it, there's a reason it's a famous phrase. Absolutely. Absolutely. Does that make sense, Scott? And the uh, final part? It totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. This this guy um, is not the smartest bulb in the tree, obviously, as we'll get into even more next week. Um, no one, just because a person has money doesn't mean they're smart. No, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, so um, we've just hit the tip of the iceberg on this this indictment. There is there is a lot more coming and a lot more <laughs> hysterical hysterical stuff coming. So hysterical, so very entertaining. As we learn and relearn, because you always got to keep learning. Yep. And reading this this year is different from when I read it last year. Right. And, then, and you know, there's a lot of, of characters in the horse racing game. You know, it's not it's not the, you know, Lucas's, Baffert. It's not all the same people. There are different people, as you'll see in the Kentucky Derby this year. There will be a couple of horses owned by a group of friends who bought you know, who shared the money, bought into it and, uh, and made their dream come true by running in the Derby. I mean, all this stuff is coming fast. You know, this is going to lead right into Kentucky Derby, Belmont, Preakness, Breeders, all this stuff. So um, there's yeah, a lot of stuff coming. Conversation. We're learning the, the horse races industry. To yes. Monetize it. So last year doing this, we got two, two out of three in the Triple Crown, which is horse yeah. racing. That's a really good percentage. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even if you make 20%, you're good. And that's 66%. Yeah. And that's that's what I that's what I say with these trainers winnings. If you win anything over 20 to 22 percent, take a look at what they're doing because they're doing something yeah, uh, strange. Hit, so we hit, hit 12 to 1 on yeah. the Kentucky Derby and the pre yep. Yeah. So this is all building up to that to be able to monetize this time that way. And so you monetize this time. Yep. You understand that you have to monetize your time because it's an asset and you're not getting back. Yep. And and you should be and and offer this a little bit. You should be listening to us because if you look at gas prices lately, they're just skyrocketing through the roof now. It's up to four, four and a half, four fifty per uh, gallon. So um, listen to ESBC. Um, 
you know, I'll be on, as me and Josh talked about, I'll be on Monday night, you know, with the preview. Yeah. Yep. Here we come. Tournament, tournament, conference tournament time is here. Um, as it started today with the ACC and a, and a couple other conferences, the women went last week. Right. So, um, you know, be listening to us. There's going to be a whole lot of stuff that come out um, from Josh and from from Dylan and myself and Chad. Um, you know, yeah, hopefully. It's on every day on Twitter. Yep. Two point five percent is break even. Last year we were at seventy, close to eighty percent. What have you done for me lately? This year it's been sixty-eight percent basketball, basketball, but. I'm on a 13 and two run two weekends in a row. So that's wow. 26, that's 26 out of 30 West Coast basketball. That's huge. And <laughs> after the tournament comes uh, NFL draft, after the NFL draft comes Kentucky Derby. So everything is rolling into everything else. NBA playoffs are in the middle of that, you know, right. stuff like that. So a lot of know. monetization and things change. I mean, COVID changed the world, right? Yep. COVID changed the world. Yep. This war with Ukraine has changed Europe. Yep. You all supply forever. Yep. Working in the world needed to know that before taking that maximum security. The party's over, man. The party yeah. is over. It's the theory of diminishing returns. The more you do something, the less of a result. So Scott and I just gave you a sports fan schedule that we monetized and made north of $100,000 within years period. NFL, we, we proved it in the NFL. We put it on tape every week. And, Play, the, guys, so you and do, the playoffs were outstanding for us. So Calvin Ridley thing, not knowing his surroundings and not knowing how he should, he should approach an app, not knowing how to collaborate. That's the yeah. good thing and not collaborating and talking to people. Yep. Talking to strangers, right? Talking to acquaintance, acquaintances. Talking to people. It is the most open place in the world because yeah. of collaboration. What, what, the, what the Ukrainians are, are literally fighting for and giving their lives for because this system we have that Scott and I get to enjoy is so huge, right? But we share it because we can because we believe in abundance. Yeah, and I will say this. Final word, Scott. And I will say this on, on my closing point. Watch this. This is really important. And, you know, what do you say? What does this have to do with betting the Kentucky Derby? It has a lot to do with it because you get the mindset of people, trainers, jockeys, veterinarians, you know, behind the scenes, you get a lot of, of insight as to what is going on behind the scenes in the horse game. And that'll help you to watch the post position draw for the Kentucky Derby, for any Derby. Watch, you know, see, do some homework on it. You know, listen to this podcast to go into it. Well, our tournament, right? Uh, harder spike horses. Not that horses aren't going to necessarily still be spiked. They'll figure out masking agents, which is in the indictment, and things <laughs> like that. But if you're going to spike a horse, who has the resources to do it? Like a Putin, right? Uh, yeah. Strohner's family horse. Yep. Or maybe they won't do it for a couple of years because there's a lot of eyes on the Strohner's Camp family horse. So now you're looking at, oh, this these people had a clean farm for 30 years. Suddenly they are going to be horses. You look at them because they've been consistently running clean horses. They know how to run a good, clean horse. That's what they're around. And they've been getting beat with spike horses. Now the underdog's on top. Now Ukraine's winning, right? Yeah. Yeah, Russia was a favorite in Crimea. Russia was a favorite in Chester. <laughs> they were a favorite here. This this was the time to pick Ukraine, the dog. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody loves an dog, but we love Ukraine in their fight. Yep, and I think the horse racing game now, as Josh said, Churchill Downs is now putting a new drug play uh, thing. Legitimate lab. Legitimate lab. I think the horse racing game will, will get a little bit cleaner now because of things like this and what happened in the Kentucky Derby last year with maximum security. So, right, right. It was easy last year, right? Bass. Yes. Who's the best? Yes. Oh, Medina Spirit, 12 and 1. Boom. The horse is fine. We know it's fine. But that's yep. the end of it. Now, this, this is a brand new year. Things have changed. Sports betting, too, as we get into sports betting, the whole Calvin Ridley thing, it's almost like a setup. Because they want to regulate sports betting. And once California comes online, which is the biggest one, they'll come on in November 
of this year, as a, it's going to the initiative is going to be on the ballot, the dominoes will fall. Sport the gets dominoes. online. Sport bet is going to be different. Yeah, now Definitely. we're going to have to adjust. So so we will. And we will. New York too. New York just came online. Yep. Right. They did it on purpose, right? They let the whole football season go past. And now they're there for uh, the Super Bowl, and they're ready for March Madness. We're ready for March. We've been listen to every single March Madness podcast we've had. You know, do the one with Graham Honaker, Gifts Department, and Butler. Listen yeah. to all of them so you know all the details involved, right? Listen, I'm telling you, you know, oh, that's, that's two, two hours of podcasts. Well, the purpose of, of listening to them is to make money, get insight into making money. So listen to each college basketball podcast in the series. Yeah. Legitimately start. We didn't just start bidding March Madness this week or next week. We started six weeks ago. And we gave, gave you the details to look at. Last podcast, we gave you the details to look at a conference tournament basketball. Who's, who's offensive rebounding? Who are the guards? Is it a point guard who can take you off the dribble and get a basket late? Yes or no? Are they a good free throw shooting team? You got to look at all those factors and have been looking at them. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a little insight. I, I coached for 28 years in high school basketball. I never, ever said to one of my teams, this person's the leading scorer of the team. We have to shut them down. I always went into offensive tendencies, defensive tendencies. Um, so that's what you got to look at as a better is, is a lot more of, are they an up-tempo team? Are they a slowdown team? What do they run on offense? Are they a three-point shooting team? What's their three-point? You have to look at all that stuff. You can't just say they have a 30-point per game score. They're going to win. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So oh, yeah, you have to look yeah. at everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy scores 30, everybody else sucks. Yeah. So don't let anybody else on the team beat you. Right. right. Exactly. Quite wide open shots, right? So exactly. I'll for free. And, and really, I hate action sport. Action sport literally is taking $300 from you every – they're the same guys from ESPN. In ESPN, don't watch ESPN. They clutter your mind, especially for the tournament. Or for football, you don't need to take get paid extra sports, uh, three hundred dollars, right? Right. Uh, this is my client's call. I'll get to him in a sec. <laughs> uh, we give you more information. Did you call me earlier. Oh, hold on, mom. I'll call you in a second. Finish. Okay, Mike. <laughs> the wrong button on the mother-in-law. <laughs> uh, finishing with Winston Churchill you make a living from your labor but you make a life from what you give thank you for listening Winston Churchill said that got us through the last war thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast network that's why this one goes That's why I'm wearing the shoes and I roll my butt and I get a limousine.